Hello and welcome to a podcast for everyone, the only busted review podcast in the world, probably. <laughs> Very most likely. <laughs> My name's Charlie, and as always, I'm joined by Carlisle. It's me, Carlisle, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, how are you? I'm doing alright, but it's it's not just me this time, Charlie. What? Fancy that. In an unprecedented move, we've decided to book a guest that actually likes Busted. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> Which is all all the more extraordinary because, as we were talking about before, Busted never really took hold in, in New Zealand or really anywhere outside of the UK. So that's pretty mad. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, this is Richard from Cult Popture. Hello. How you doing, Richard? Yeah, good. How you doing, boys? Good, thank you. We're doing all right. Excited to talk about all the way. Oh, uh, prop Probably the most problematic Busted song in <laughs> Yeah, today. it's definitely the most... Um, one, it's the one that you don't want to see them performing at their current age, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be the one where everyone in the crowd will be like, ah, you, can't, you can't really say it. That's not it. That, no. It doesn't really, doesn't really fly least. in a post-Me Too era. <laughs> no, yeah. not really. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh, this song just gives me, like, the creeps. <laughs> yeah. But that's all lyric, lyric stuff, though. Musically, one of their stronger efforts. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The music, <laughs> yeah. That's what annoys me so much. The music to this is fucking like 10 out of 10. Yeah, it really sticks in your head. and You realise you're singing terrible things to yourself. <laughs> you know, you're walking down the street just singing bad things out loud. This was, this was the first Busted song that I realised was about sex. And I was very Ooh. excited as like a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it fondly, and then I, a few years later, I actually listened to the words, and then I didn't enjoy that bit fondly. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll, we'll get into it um, in, in a bit, but there was actually a, a few lyrics I misheard, and it was it was less problematic in my head for many years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the busted boys that we love. <laughs> As a kid, I had no idea what this was about, so it wasn't really an issue for me. I kind of... So... I kind of stopped listening to Busted maybe I was like 11. Mm. You know? Oh, you missed out. And I Those was the glory hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like hardcore obsessed ages 6, 7, 8, and 9. And then I literally almost forgot they existed. <laughs> you know? Like it just completely went out of my mind. And then when I was about 15, I just stumbled across it and I was like, oh my god. I was so obsessed with this band that I just forgot they existed. <laughs> and I, like, ran into my brother's room and I was like, do you remember Busted? <laughs> and then we just sat down listening to Busted for hours. And then it was like, oh my god, your... this is so this is so horny. All this music is so horny. When we were kids, we didn't know what horny was, so we could peg that it's so horny. But it's so horny. I've never heard one person say horny so many times in a sentence. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the allocation for the podcast done. So yeah. no one else can say it now. Thanks a lot. Is your is your brother still just, still a big? I'm just a horny fan? hog. Um, not as much as I. Oh, okay. <laughs> we definitely both were when we were younger. My younger brother never really got into it. I think we were you know prime busted age. Yeah, you were the prime age. And my little to, brother was just to be a thinking about young. three breasted women. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know I had this like, oh that's so funny. But then we then we grow up and realize no, 
It's so horny. <laughs> You've never said horny before. Why is why has this just become such a popular word in your vocabulary? I've never. Do you know what it is? Not only have I never said it on the podcast before, I've never said it in my <laughs> life before. So now it's all coming out. I'm getting all my hornies that I've <laughs> I've, I've left through my life. When I, would you like to hear a personal story about my childhood? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, because it was prompted by me saying the word horny like forty times in a row. But go on. Then. It's very wholesome. Um, when I was a very young child, maybe six or seven, I had the game Lego Racers on my computer, and there was one hat you could get that was like a Viking hat with two horns on it, and I called that character Horny, and he was my favourite character, nice. and I didn't realise the connotations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the same thing happened you- to me when um, The Phantom Menace came out, and I referred to Darth Maul as Horny, and the, and the teacher was like... <laughs> Don't say that. And I was like, well, he is. <laughs> Teacher, I present you with evidence A, the horns. <laughs> oh, that's great. And evidence B, his huge sex drive that's made apparent if you read the novelization of The Phantom Menace. Um, should we talk about Buster? Should we, yeah, should we do the song? <laughs> so the song kicks off with, as we were saying, music... Music music is tops in this song. It starts off with a very well written guitar line. It's also very well produced. Uh, this song was produced by James Bourne, which we've been kind of mean about his producing so far, but I, I think this whole song is actually produced really well. Mm. And it slowly fades in a second guitar line, which is a bit more intricate, and then a synth drum line kicks in to coincide with Charlie's. Lyrics. So we get a very once again Charlie from the band, not Charlie from the podcast. (laughs) We have to make it clear every time. Charlie Simpson, member of Busted, (laughs) uh, to coincide with Charlie's opening lyrics. Uh, So the whole the song gets off to a very sort of slow, uh, mellow start, which does make it seem like it's probably going to be quite romantic. Mm, It's a very romantic beginning, especially when you get (laughs) Charlie's rich baritone coming in. (laughs) I, I honestly hope this to be my first dance song at my wedding one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Uh, should we throw it to... Do you, do you have the lyrics open, Richard? Uh, I do, yeah. Do you, would you like to start things off? Um, it's, it's, I'll, so I just I just say it right. I don't need to sing it. Yeah, yeah you, you go, go ahead, ahead, and then and then we'll you can sing it if you want. All right. To. Well, the, the first lyric yeah. is do what you're comfortable with. It happens every time. Don't should I go further than that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah keep okay. going. Keep going. <laughs> it happens every time. You've given me the sign. We start to get it on, but then you stop me. It's it's straight away. It's like it's right in your face what this song is about. They don't. They're not trying to hide anything. <laughs> Yeah. So I think as a kid I could get that he so when they said get it on to me that was like oh they are making out. I can tell that that's making out. <laughs> it's a bit of heavy petting going. Sex on. was. So yeah, I don't I don't think I even I don't think I think I guess I thought you've given me the sign. I think I even remember thinking like what's the sign? Have they got like a like a like a west sidey side like code sign that they do with their hands <laughs> where it's like the kiss me sign with your hands. I can't wait to grow as up. As a child I thought this was about <laughs> Going outside and getting ready and putting your shoes on. No, you. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense. But I, so I like that. There's like so. It's like kind of four lines here, and the first three are like, "Oh yeah, cool. This is getting hot and heavy. It's romantic." And then, bam, 
It's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've gotten um, already in just these two lines an idea that this is an ongoing problem for oh, yes. the three-headed monster human that is busted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it happens um, every time. Yeah, every time. Every single time. But, you know, so in our... It, on this podcast, we like to pretend that every busted song takes place in the same extended universe where the romantic interest is always Miss Mackenzie. So, nice. And we've, we've gone through quite a lot of time since what I go to school for. So, you know, has have they not had sex yet since they left school? Do we think? I mean, maybe she just doesn't want to get arrested. She's like, look, I've led you on, but I mean, we can't actually have I sex. I think she's already crossed that line, though. Don't you think? Yeah. There's definitely something happened that, like, isn't all right. Maybe that's why they're having to fantasize about Britney so much as well. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's the frustration. It needs to come out in some way. Yeah. Like, because Britney's clearly just an ode to masturbating to Britney Spears. <laughs> Very much so. It's, it's one of their best songs. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, so, do you want to take the next lines, yeah. Carlisle? Sure. You know, I've had it up to here. You need to be more clear, because you're the one that left me here, so take me. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, this, that's Ooh. just very demanding. So much to be upset about <laughs> in these two lines. The first two were kind of okay, you know, because, like, he hasn't said, oh, this is awful yet. He's just said... You know, it happens every time, but then he stopped me. And I, you know, we can tell that he's going to say, this is inconvenient and a bit annoying. <laughs> but we don't think it's going to be quite this sort of an indictment of this girl's behavior. <laughs> oh, I hope this podcast doesn't blow up and then all the busted boys have to do a big apology for this song. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, imagine if they get we dropped sit, from we their take record down label busted. for this. <laughs> <laughs> we jeopardize their whole career. If you're it's listening, like James, Charlie, Matt... That's not what we want. <laughs> we want you to make more songs, but just not like this, please. Yeah, they should make, like, a response uh, to the song. That's like, yeah, I was a kid. I used to think this <laughs> stuff was... <laughs> to be fair, on album two, fake is kind of like the opposite of this song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe they learn, like, two years afterwards, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> also, as, as we imagine for nearly every busted song... This was probably written when they were 17 and just... And I'm, I'm going to add another one onto the list. Someone who can be bothered, please give me a running tally. They were so horny, this just you know, at school, and they just needed... You know, and I imagine being upset, but that doesn't justify this. But it's... I guess it informs how they'd deal with that, I guess, built-up stress from being so damn horny. Just to write it down in what seems like... Quite an attacking answer of lyrics. Yeah, like <laughs> but it, I've had it up it's to here. Way worse than we're giving it. That's yeah. that's never like not threatening. <laughs> yeah, like imagine if he if he wasn't saying that. If he went, I'm having up to here. I'm like, you need to be more clear, Miss McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and the victim blaming going on. You're yeah, the one oh, that left 100%. me here. So you have to do it. Yeah, this is your fault because you, as we, as I talked in the last two, we started to get it on, which means you have to fuck me. This boner That's how I it have works. is now one hundred percent your problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope people don't just cut in halfway through. <laughs> 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 say that. 
Um, would you like me to go into the chorus? Or do you have anything else you to say? Go for yeah, it. let's do it. Okay. Do you want to talk about the musical changes here, Carla? Oh uh, yeah. So um, what? So the music for this whole song is actually very interesting. But one of the things that it does quite often is it doubles or halves the feel to make the song feel a lot more upbeat or a lot more downbeat very quickly. And it does that here in the chorus. So it doubles the hits of the snare. Uh, so the song feels faster. So the song really picks up. There's um, a little bit more distortion on, I think, one of the guitar lines that comes in to make it feel a bit rockier. Uh, the bass line gets a lot more complex because it was basically just playing drones until then. Uh, so yeah, there's a real sense of things picking up and getting more intense, which uh, I guess could be an analogy for their collective boner. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have the the boner power of three brains going into one boner, so you've got to imagine <laughs> it's pretty intense. But how many hearts do they have? How many blood pumping hearts do oh, they, they have? Only, they only have if they only have one set of lungs, as we discussed yeah. in year three thousand, then they must only have one heart. <laughs> this is really weird because, because of course we did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they've only got Charlie's heart. <laughs> Because I think we agreed that it's Charlie's body. Yes, Charlie is the most. Heads. Charlie is the biggest hunk, so it's his body with three heads. <laughs> so I've just realised so, how unaccessible this podcast is for new listeners. <laughs> 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 I feel very sorry for you, Richard. Nah, this is. I'm right there with you, boys. Okay, good. I'm following. I think we've done a good enough job of explaining, <laughs> not explaining why, but at least explaining what we're talking yeah, it's about. It's very clear what you mean. <laughs> um, so the chorus kicks in with, because um, you said that you would, but then you changed your mind. How could you do this to me? It's just so unkind. So it's still it's still bad. Yeah, I think I think it's a little better now though because they've at least said because you said that you would. Now it's not them just reading into a to a cheeky snog. You know what I mean? <laughs> now that we've at least got evidence that she said, "I'm gonna fuck you," which I can't be more clear. She's fully within her right to change her mind on. <laughs> I hope she said it just like during an English class. She's just like Matt, James, Charlie, collective busted boy. I'm gonna fuck you one day. <laughs> and the, re- anyway, the rest of the class is like... <laughs> I, you know, I, I've forgotten the classroom analogy, and then you went Shakespeare. So I was like, oh, he's about to really get into these lyrics. He's gonna make some Shakespeare comparisons. <laughs> but then I remembered what was happening. Um, it's just so unkind. That's maybe the worst bit of this sort of. That's yeah. so like. Uh, it's just so whiny. Like, yeah. I think that's the thing, and that's what makes it uncomfortable as well, yeah. is that it's not, and not only is it problematic, but it's like, come on, dude, just get over it. <laughs> We've all this, been is, there. this is the episode of the podcast with three fans on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, we've all been in this, I'm sure we've all been in this situation where things are getting a bit hot and heavy, and then ultimately things stop, and you know, that happens, yeah. and that's okay. Don't be a dick about it, Busted. Don't be a dick about it. One thing as well that we forgot to mention, uh, but like most busted choruses, now all the boys are singing together. It's not just Charlie singing anymore, which does make it feel a little more gangy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh my no. gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> that is, again, that's reading in way too far to make this worse than it already is. Oh, imagine that. But it is still a valid observation. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, <laughs> oh, can we move on? I, I feel so like dirty now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, that's the first two lines of a eight line chorus. 
<laughs> Do you want to go, Richard? Uh, yeah, all right. Um, and it's cruel if you say that you'll go all the way. <laughs> I can't wait for the day that you don't change your mind. It's cruel. It's cruel, really. It's cruel. I mean, that's those like I'm the victim here. You know, you can't do this to a human. What is this Auschwitz? <laughs> Richard, can I? Uh, is this one of yeah. the lines that you that you thought was different? Because it I is. always thought it was, and it's yeah. cool if you say yeah. that you girl all the way. Same because I was like, because uh, I, I got into bicycle when I was like fifteen, sixteen. So okay. um, I. I was aware of what it was about and that there, there were the issue around consent, you know, that it's a very blurry line um, kind of thing about what's what's acceptable and, and what's not. And so I thought, oh, that's quite progressive that he's like, <laughs> look, okay, I really want to fuck you and you've, you've changed your mind. But hey, that's cool. I can wait for the day. <laughs> and then it was like, it was in the last couple of years I was listening to this and I was like, Oh, this is, this is way creepier than I remember. <laughs> I literally, until I started listening to Bastard intently for this podcast, I always thought this was, and it's cool if you say that you go all the way. I can't wait for the day that you didn't change your mind. And I was like, oh, so at least it's been like, hey, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait for it to happen, but like, I'm not pressuring you. It's all good. And then I, just a couple weeks ago, I was just like, oh no, he's just, he's just a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You do really lose the R in the mix of this. You really do. It's odd, but you really do. So yeah, I think I did as well when I was a kid. I think listening to this as an adult, I always thought it was cruel. Yeah, but but yeah, it it really it's it's almost in disguise that R, and it it can slip by you and make you think it's and it it's it's blatantly positive if it's cool and it's blatantly negative if it's cruel. It's bizarre. The <laughs> yeah. reckon, that it has. Do you reckon the they had something like? And it's mean if you say, and then they went to the record label and they were like, look guys, love what you're doing here, love the whole message, but I think you just need to blur things up a little bit. <laughs> no, you, no, still take it out on her, we don't have a problem with that, just what's make it sound like you're not. Like cool. <laughs> Listen, I'm a record executive, I don't care about women. Change it to cruel. <laughs> That'll fool some stupid kids. <laughs> But um, also, I care about are the ones buying this album. It's the only reason you need to change it. <laughs> um, I find it interesting as well, the line, I can't wait for the day. Because it's like, you can read it two ways. In the song, I always read it one way, but like reading it written down. Because it's like, on one hand, it's like, oh, I'm so excited for the day. I can't wait. But then in the song, whenever I've listened to it, it's like, look, I bitch, I'm not wait. waiting for this. <laughs> I will not wait. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've never thought of it that way before. No, I've not thought about it that way either before. Oh, Thanks, Richard. That, that's, that's horrible. That's just increased the gang rape vibes I had. So thank you. <laughs> oh god, Matt, James, we're so sorry. <laughs> yeah, look, this we isn't like what I you. think. I feel like of I might you. have to like a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. Fuck, I have to do that in like every podcast I'm in. <laughs> 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 the amount of times I've said shit on my podcast and my co-host is like don't say that don't <laughs> do that uh, no it's not you it's just the content of the song yeah. there's no way around go, deep diving into these lyrics there's no way to not talk about it you know there's a same, like we've covered like American Pie and Revenge of the Nerds and it's like we're not gonna not talk about how rapey these films are now <laughs> right uh, Carlisle, yeah, do you want, do you want to start on the second verse? Sure, I will. So, as we were saying, the everything picked up 
to go into the chorus instrumentally, everything breaks back down again for the verse, so it feels like everything's lost momentum, which is actually... I, that hadn't occurred to me. That's actually really clever, if intentional, because <laughs> the song is about getting horny and then breaking it off and getting horny and breaking it off. I so that's, what yeah, that's actually really good. James's production this far on the album, this was definitely on purpose. <laughs> I mean, the, the production is great. This is more the writing. and it, it, oh, That's true. really good musical writing. That's uh, Charlie and if, Matt James again, wrote this If one, intentional. So. Yes. This, yeah, this song, uh, Matt wasn't at least, at least wasn't credited with uh, writing this. This one is credited to James and Charlie Simpson, not Podcast Charlie. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> no problem. I know it gets confusing. <laughs> yeah, I was about to be like, quite oh, the lyricist. Congrats, man, but then... That makes, that makes sense, okay. No, this is not the one that you want the credit for writing. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, we get James singing, and this is maybe the flippiest, floppiest verse of the whole thing. This has got, like, this has got really good lines, positive lines, you know, big into consent lines in it, and then some, <laughs> the opposite. Some very pro-consent so, messages. This has, yeah, this has the worst line in it, and also maybe the funniest, which I will now say. You've got to understand, things are getting out of hand, and then James says, you can't just leave me sitting here unseen to. <laughs> unseen to. <laughs> It's like he's in a doctor's office and they're just not calling his appointment. <laughs> Excuse me, nurse, you missed something. Uh, maybe he's in detention. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Miss McKenzie. Oh boy, yeah, that's just, you, you can't. You you can't. The way he says it, he says you can't. You can't just leave me sitting here unseen too. God, this is so just rude. <laughs> it's cruel. This is what very. It is. I mean, at least some over-the-jeans stuff. Come on. I think things might need to get into hand if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Mm. I'm talking James about hand said, jobs. out of hand. I'm just going to repeat the line again so that it's extra funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the backup uh, on the jokes, No Carlisle. problem, man. <laughs> Co-host of the year right here. <laughs> Like, <laughs> do you guys reckon that this three-headed creature of Busted has <laughs> taken care of has taken care of her, and now she's like, "Oh no, nah, I'm I'm fine. That's this is too much." Because this is kind of what it starts to imply is that like you can't leave me sitting here unseen to. I mean, maybe he's just particularly horny, but I mean, maybe you know he's done things to her, and then she's like, "Yeah, I'll I'll return the favor, babe," and then says nah I've changed my mind yeah the three heads are good for one thing but I don't want to have to deal with that yeah but I mean that which is a, still completely joke I apologize <laughs> it's still completely within her rights as a woman to to change her mind like that maybe she can't get into it so as we so we described the anatomy of this three-headed creature previously <laughs> and I'm gonna get into it a bit more there's one heart but there's three heads and the brain requires a lot of blood to function properly that means that it's prioritizing <laughs> blood pumping to the brain which means these guys might have trouble keeping it up which means she might she just might not have patience to deal with it every time maybe that's what's happening no, that's here. what that's what fakes about <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll get to that in like 
Yeah, three months' time. <laughs> <laughs> Fake is a song from album two. Bizarrely, I think most of our listeners aren't busted fans and learn about these songs for the first time <laughs> listening to this podcast. So I'm just going to clarify that. Fake is a song from the next album. Um, so yeah, the, after that, I oh know that's not that's that's just the first half of James's verse. Yes. <laughs> Do you want me to take the second uh, half? Yeah, you go for it. Okay. Uh, he says James carries on. You know, I don't know what to do or how long to wait for you. You said you needed time, so I won't rush you. Which good. is a complete what? contradiction to the rest of the song. Yeah. yeah. But good. That's yeah. what I was saying. This, this has maybe the best line and the worst line in it, just back to back. <laughs> Though that being said, well, we'll, get, we'll get to Matt's bridge later, which is 100% positive. <laughs> and it sticks out like a sore thumb because <laughs> it's Matt singing it. <laughs> and he normally has the awful things to sing. <laughs> He normally th- sings about the triple-breasted women and things like yeah. that. So this is a this is a big step up for Matt, which were totally naked, <laughs> if you can believe. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean this is this is great. This is the kind of you know progressive stuff that was rare to see in in the early two thousands, when the rest of the song was just yeah so in place fish firmly in water <laughs> it's just why what why did they have why did they do such a horrible like first verse and chorus and then they have like a verse and a half which is really nice why didn't they just make the whole thing like hey it's cool if you don't want to have sex with me i'm happy to wait <laughs> why what, what what was going through your head which right which, which bit do you think james wrote and which bit do you think charlie wrote <laughs> <laughs> Who's the dick? <laughs> yeah, that one of them wrote this like really offensive song, and the other one's like just peppering in lines like "You said you needed time," <laughs> and like it's cool if you say, and then they're like, "Wait, wait, wait, stop the track." Are you saying cool or cruel? <laughs> and he's like, "Whichever yeah, so one just, you pick." Like, it's just a song that one of them had completely written, and the other one just did damage control. <laughs> and got the credit for. Yeah, this is this is like the the improved version. <laughs> So, you know how earlier I was saying that the song, it doesn't speed up and slow down because in musical terms that's a really annoying thing to describe, but it feels like it speeds up and it slows down. Um, And how I was saying, that's a great touch. Here, it's horrible because he says, so I won't rush you. And then immediately the song kicks up again and we get a repeat of the chorus, which says, but you said that you would, but then you changed your mind. How could you do this to me? It's just so unkind and it's cruel if you say it, you go all the way. And I go, ah! It's just it feels it completely it completely destroys the sentiment of James's sweet last line. You said you needed time, so I won't rush you. But but I just want to fucking say, <laughs> look, I'm not rushing you, but I just want to reiterate the fact that you're being a I'd bitch. I'd like to rush you, please. <laughs> uh, do you want to do you want to talk about the musical changes for the next bit, Carlisle? Because this this bit musically is is probably my favorite part of the song. Yeah, I agree. It, it's it's at least different. We get a change in the chord progression, uh, so it, it all sounds a bit more minor, which doesn't really reflect the uh, the lyrical content. Um, I think we get some strings added, or at least the strings become more prominent in the mix, so it feels, uh, you know, a bit more heartfelt. You know, it's got that kind of romantic feel to it. Exercised again, like we had in the beginning of the song. It kind of and this time, it feels it's more not romantic. Thrown here. away completely. <laughs> yeah, and as we as we've alluded to, 
Matt says some very nice things here. Uh, Richard, would you like to say what Matt says? Yeah, sure. So I'm the, I'm the one that gets <laughs> to like come across to well. Do you want to read the lyrics? Would you like to say what Matt says? <laughs> would you like to be inside Matt and say what he says and live his life? Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <Can't help. laughs> All right, here we go. I'll never let you down. I'll always be around when you need someone to catch you when you fall down. Beautiful. That's really nice. That's gorgeous. That's some of the most beautiful poetry ever written, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely relative to busted songs and extremely relative to the rest of this song. (laughs) Yeah, this this bit's just quite, like, sweet. This is what the whole song should have been, and then it would have been, like, a really good song. (laughs) Literally nothing else in the rest of the song has been about anything other than sex yeah. <laughs> the rest of the song entirely there's been no allusion to anything else and this one at least says I'll never let you down for anything I'll always be around I'll catch you when you fall down you know that has nothing to do with I assume he's not saying if you fall off the bed I will make every attempt to roll over quickly <laughs> and stop the damage in per- in terms, you know like this seems like it's more of a comment on their life together maybe, maybe this is like very close post ejaculation brain well, you know, you're all, like, cuddly and soppy, and he's just like, yeah, I'll never let you down. When this, when, this, when this horrible monster with the hormones of three teenage boys finally gets a reprieve from the horniness. Yeah, it is very, like, post-ejaculatory in its, in its clarity. That don't say I love you, don't say I love you, you shouldn't say I love you right now. Sleep, sleep on it a bit. It's that kind of... Um, so matt continues here he says waiting for you if you decide you want to which again just completely at odds with everything they've said thus far (laughs) if you decide you want to which again they keep faulting her for deciding she wants to um but then deciding that she doesn't want to um but then the music completely gets stripped back and there's just a a reprisal of the guitar line from the beginning, which is isolated, but is in a slightly different context now because now the vocal's over it, so it's a bit it distracts a bit from that guitar line, but it goes together really nice and it sounds really sweet, and it has maybe the sweetest vocal to go over it out of the whole song, I think. Uh, who wants to take that? I'll take it if you want. Yeah, go for it. If you want me to stay, then I'm only a phone call away. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, although this kind of does imply that he's left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want me to stay, I'm going to have to backtrack. And also, <laughs> it's not like, if you need me, I will be there. It's like, if you want me to come around and stay. And we all know that means, if you want me to come around and have sex, then I'm only a mm. phone call away. All the other, all the emotional stuff, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe three or four phone calls, but you want a bang, I'll be there in ten minutes. <laughs> Yeah, mate, like, you talk to James okay, for all the emotional crap. I'm mad. I, I just want the sex. <laughs> I said this is the sweetest line, but you can ruin anything if you really try, and that's what we do here, so... <laughs> He's like, if you had three brush, you wouldn't even have to call. I'd be there already. <laughs> so, then we get a reprisal of the chorus. The lyrics don't change. The music does some interesting stuff. Um, if you've listened to our episode on Crash and Burn slash You Said No... There's a great bit in the bridge where we get this staccato feel from the instruments where they all play the same note very quickly in succession and then mute immediately. We get the same kind of thing happening here in the background. The boys are singing uh, the chorus again, though one of them, I think it's Matt, 
is singing it higher at a different harmony than he has previously, which makes the whole thing feel a lot more energetic. And yeah, it does. It transitions into it with a da 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 and then the rest of the chorus comes in again. We've got some higher string parts, which is quite typical of busted final chorus. I've come to realize during this <laughs> podcast. Um, and the lines, it's cruel if you say that you'll go all the way, I can't wait for the day that you don't change your mind, is repeated twice, which, because the the chorus is sung so fast, you don't realize it because we're just talking about it, but it, it's cruel if you say that you'll go all the way, I can't wait for the day that you don't change your mind, is the kind of the pacing to the chorus, and that bit being re- repeated twice really makes it feel, you know, sort of frantic at this last <laughs> bit. They're very desperate, they are very horny boys <laughs> at this point. Yeah, see, I always thought it was like, it was it was the kind of reassurance and like because frankly because because of the, I thought it was cool. It's like no, no, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> the laugh wasn't enough. We really needed that verbal confirmation from Carlisle. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. What- with the realization that it's cruel and not cool, and they just keep saying it over and over again at the end of this song, it's yeah. upsetting. It's yeah. really upsetting. It's like pounding it's really on like... her door, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's she's locked him out of the bedroom, and he's like just smashing on the door, being like, "This is cruel. You can't do this to me. Don't be so. Cruel. I can't wait I for can't the day. Wait for the day." <laughs> <laughs> I know that will be delayed of a Skype, but it through my ears we said that exactly the yeah, same no, time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So yeah, and then the song ends, and unlike most busted song endings, where the the uh, instruments strip down and the end line is sung very sweetly, this one ends like a brick wall. <laughs> it just goes duh, that you don't change your mind duh, and then it's over. Which is, yeah, it's quite off kilter for a busted song. Um, which I, I, I'm having trouble reading into anything in that right now. Have you got any input on <laughs> Maybe it's them getting in the door. <laughs> uh, we made this so much worse than it needed to be. Yeah, that's our goal. <laughs> that's what we do. Um, so, yeah. Song overall. I think it's become quite clear that we all have problems with the lyrics but musically, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening here. I really enjoy this this song. Oh yeah, yeah, I like it. It's still a classic. Yeah, it's still, it's still a busted song, oh, and I... therefore better than any song by any other inferior band. <laughs> but <laughs> like, um, if you, you guys have seen the like Spotify report cards that everyone's um posting at the moment, presume yeah, people yeah. in your friend groups are posting them as well. But um, I did the Spotify year in review thing, and it said um. Oh, you rang in the new year listening to All the Way by Busted. Oh, no, this is the first song I listened to this year. And then so I'm ending the year by just tearing it apart. Oh, everything comes full circle. It does. Yeah, I love that. That's a fun little bit of what life. What were you doing there. on New Year's Eve last year that meant this was the first song that you listened to? <laughs> yeah, I'd just been through some stuff and I was like, do you know who knows what I'm going through? Busted. <laughs> so this is... Uh, the most fun bit i think of the podcast which is we're going to rank this song uh out of 10 by three different criteria and then we'll take an average score and then we'll put that on our ranked list of all busted songs and we're going to rank it by the music the lyrics 
and the, our personal preference. Uh, this is going to be a very, very mismatched seesaw rating. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to, as is our custom, we'll do the music first. What do we think of the music for this song? Because I'd be happy to give this... An, Eight eight point five for music. Yeah, it's definitely definitely one of their stronger ones. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, definitely. Yeah, Especially I'm happy with an eight point five. Some of the ones we've had already in this album, like Psycho Girl, Losing You, even like to some yeah. extent, like Britney. I feel like this this music and this is a lot better than all of those. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I want to say that it's so. What our highest one so far is we gave a nine for music to. Crash and Burn, otherwise known as You Said No. Um, in, I don't think it's as good as that, but I'm happy to give it a 0.5 below that. So how do we feel about 8.5? Love it. 8.5 is good for me. Okay, we're all in agreement. That's lovely. Um, oh, no, I'm typing into my calculator instead of this Excel spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, and lyrics. This is going to be the fun one. <laughs> Look, I feel like this is like at max or two. <laughs> Two seems harsh because there are good luck. Li- like that's Matt's that's why it's a nice. two and not one. <laughs> <laughs> There's like three lines that are, that are nice, and the rest of it is just horrible, abusive behaviour. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, yeah. I reckon two for the couple of diamonds in the rough there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll, I don't want to. I feel I I think it's just because I like busted so much that I don't want to give anything a two, but it's definitely justified. <laughs> yeah, I guess Carlisle, a two on this is still like a fourteen for any other yeah, song. Very true. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. We'll yeah, if we're doing it by like because well, there's like eleven songs on the first album, and if you were to like you know put them in order, they can't all be equal. This would be down the bottom in terms of its lyrics. Oh, definitely. So. What overall though? What we, I I like listening to this. I think I maybe like give it a six point five or a seven. Yeah, this I really like this song, even though I know that I shouldn't. It's like yeah. my problematic fave. And for like nostalgic purpose, yeah. obviously this isn't true for you, Richard. But we were little kids when we heard this <laughs> the first time. So this, when we listened to this as little kids, we didn't have any problem with the lyrics because we didn't know what it was about. <laughs> so it was just this really fun, energetic song to listen to, which was for kids that age actually music relatively musically complex and it was a good sort of bridge into the sort of more complex bits of rock which sounds an insane thing to be true but it is. <laughs> you see i guess uh, i was listening to it when i was kind of the same age as the writing it yeah probably. <laughs> could you relate but, to it on an emotional level i you know i, I, I probably could at the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair yeah. Uh, I, I, for me personally, I'd give this like a a seven, maybe a seven point five. This is one that I I never skip. Okay. Yeah. So we meet at seven in the middle there. Yeah. What do you think, Richard? Yeah, I, I think seven's pretty fair. Okay, so dear seven. So this is, I don't, I'm not sure how this is going to come out. <laughs> this is being weighted of a music score of eight point five, extremely high, a lyric score of two, <laughs> extremely low. And a personal preference of score of seven, which is fairly appreciable. Uh, but overall, that averages out to 5.83. So, fairly high in our list, actually. Hmm. Despite how or fairly horrendous are. this song is in parts. Well, I think that's... And when I say parts, I mean the vast majority. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty fair, though, because you're like... Because, yeah, it is. 
uh, we still all like it, and despite all of that, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's um, just fun to listen to, like musically. Like there are a few other ones on this album that we've done so far that are just like quite a, quite a chore to get through. So I'm not surprised yeah. this is so high on our list. Mm, but- yeah, I think I enjoy listening to all of the songs, you know, once they come on a shuffle. But because you know, I take this podcast so seriously, I listen to <laughs> when I listen to the songs. In preparation, I tend to listen to them, you know, at least five or six times, and then it kind of shows when they're good or bad musically because that's when it becomes a chore to listen to them over and over again in mm. preparation. Yeah, this definitely isn't one of those songs. You know, I can always listen to this. Yeah, I mean, it's only two minutes. It's like two and a half minutes, so you know. Yeah, it is again. Yeah, it's one a of really short songs. one. Uh, but it doesn't feel, which is. It, it could actually, if they wanted to be really clever conceptually, they should have made it way shorter because then it would feel really unsatisfying and uncompleted. <laughs> but it doesn't. <laughs> Musically, it resolves quite well. <laughs> uh, so that clocks in at number four. Oh, really? Britney and year 3000. Yep. Britney has 5.67. So it just squeezes above that. And year 3000 would be clocked in at 6.625. So. Ooh. Pretty pretty fairly below that. Um, what are the high points and low points of this song? <laughs> Let's go to the low point first. I just think the, the words. <laughs> just all of them. I, can, I can't write down the words. <laughs> the you definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got. We can think of one thing in particular. What? Let's choose a word. <laughs> let's choose a line. Okay, let's let's try and find the the, the worst line. Well, I mean, it's got to be. Um, you can't leave me here. You can, you just just can't leave me <laughs> yeah, here. You can't leave me here. Sitting unseen too. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. <laughs> you see, I wanted to go to that one, but that one is so funny. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I'll, I I'll think put well, that in. probably the low point for me is realizing that it's cruel, not cool. That's, yeah, what? That's a good. What point. if I just put the word cruel? Yeah, is the word cruel. If I was yeah, to pick really one hard. word that disappointed me, it's that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I put cruel in quotation marks in the low point column. High point column. I'm trying to think of one thing in particular in the music because, as I've made clear, all the music is, is really well written. I, I really like wonderful guitar line. Sort of in between Matt's bridge going into the final chorus. The sort of, yeah. da, 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 and then the first two lines of the chorus being like more, because you said, and then the whole chorus kicking in <laughs> the, all the music. That I'm not, I'm not very musically talented, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe, you know, despite the fact that it it suits a bad concept, it suits it very well. The increase in musical urgency throughout the song, coupled with because that's really perfected in that last chorus. Yeah. You know, it starts on that much rockier kind of barreling staccato line and then it kicks off with them in chorus with a higher harmony than normal which feels more urgent Mm. and then that repetition of the fastest bit of the chorus at the end there so yeah that's probably my favorite thing about it is the writing to make it feel urgent towards the end yeah it's very very meta yeah (laughs) it's almost like i feel their sexual frustration (laughs) yeah Richard, what what do you think for a high point? Uh, totally agree. Yeah, either they're or like Matt kind of um, bringing the gentlemanly vibes. Yeah. Uh, should I put the, the writing at the end chorus then? Yeah, I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah. 
End chorus. Cool. Well, um, so that's that song done. Man, coming in at fourth out of seven of the seven seven Britney songs we've done so far. The seven, uh, seven Britney songs. Britney. <laughs> so, I was reading the list. <laughs> <laughs> the seven busted songs that we've done so far. Uh, I don't know if you've remembered to do it. It'll be funny if you haven't, because this is the only time I've asked for it. But Charlie, have you got something weird to ask us? Y- yeah, I definitely remember to do this. <laughs> um, so... Uh, what is... You ever just been horrible and really pressured a girl? <laughs> yeah. <Please> share. <laughs> um, when was a time that you had to go all the way to a place that you didn't want to go to? <laughs> <laughs> Great job. Really good. Thank you. Look, I'm, I'm feeling under the weather. I'm allowed that one. <laughs> What does that expression you know, mean? You're always under the weather. The weather's in the sky. What is this? <laughs> nice. Anyway. I thought you were going to say, what does all the way mean? And I was like, how did you manage to get through this song so far and not peg what it means? Yeah, so when, when was the time that you needed to go all the way somewhere and you didn't want to go? <laughs> Richard, you got anything? Um... Well, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm genuinely not a fan of having to go places. <laughs> so, work? Yeah, just probably, work, yeah, yeah. life existing outside the house. Yeah, fair enough. It's post all very office, tough. Post office is always a boring trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, no, you know what it is? Going on a Great night out, content. that's it for me. Yeah, fucking when hate you've already <laughs> When you've already said you're going, and you can't back out, and it's like 10 o'clock, and you're like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah, when you forget I mean, to cancel plans. If you are anything less than extremely drunk, and then it's great <laughs> in, for me. Yeah. If I'm not at that level, then it's like the worst possible idea. So <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm not very happy due to alcohol in, influx... And then someone's like, and we're going clubbing now. I'll be like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> oh my god. But if I'm that, I'm like, hell yeah. Kindred spirits. I yeah, fucking hate going out clubbing. It's the worst experience. Oh. I'm like, I really like dancing as well. It's just the idea of being in that awful environment if you're not fucked. God, yeah, geez. I agree. Sorry, I cut you off there. Who? Me? You, yeah. Oh, no, Did you, you didn't. Oh, no, I wasn't saying it. I just said, yep. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm going to keep it all of that in. <laughs> <laughs> well, wh- that was a great question, Charlie. Uh, thanks. Um, th- thank you. And Look, thank I've you already all. prepared one for next week. It's all good. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> thank you all for listening to this episode of a podcast for everyone we were joined today by richard from the lovely cult popture which is a very funny podcast you want to tell the people about it richard? oh yeah why not so um <laughs> it's a movie mostly movies and tv um but pop culture based podcast we've got a show oh, we do every that's why two it's weeks. Cult oh, that's, popture. The name. that's the thing that's why you did that i thought you, you just Love i it. thought you just had grammatical <laughs> errors <laughs> um yeah so we um We've got a show we do every two weeks called Film Franchise Fortnights, where we watch an entire film franchise and then discuss it and pitch where we think it could go. Uh, so we've done everything. We've done um, a wide variety of things from like the uh, Airbud Cinematic Universe of like 15, 16 <laughs> films. That um, sounds brutal. How did you watch 16 Airbud films in two weeks? <laughs> well, so that one, because it's like. 
it's a cinematic universe made up of like three different franchises. We were able to split it up. Um, so there are various sports performing animals. They're not all ever. Well, by the time it gets to the last one, oh, it's like it's a whole thing. But so there's Airbud has five movies, and then um, Airbud has kids, the Air Buddies. <laughs> And there's <laughs> seven films of those. Oh my god! And, but in one of them, they meet Santa Claus, and then there's two spin-offs where they have to save Santa Paws. Um, <laughs> and then they did kind of like a soft reboot of the Airbud universe, but it's still created by the same company uh, called Pup Star. And there's just a Christmas one come out a couple of weeks ago, um, which we're going to have to watch, and um, <laughs> where the dogs can now talk. And they uh, auditioned for like an X Factor style thing, but in the first Pop Star movie, they're watching the first Airbud movie on TV, so it's all oh, it's wow. all very intricate. Can I? So they they meet Santa Claus, and then they have to help Santa Paws. Yeah, well, because right? the thing is as well. So they've got Santa Paws <laughs> is obviously Santa's dog, but then yeah. the kind of um, the main character of. Um, <laughs> Of the Santa Paws spin-offs is Puppy Paws, who's Santa Paws' child, his, his pup. But then, like, like Puppy Paws doesn't immediately inv- evoke imagery of Santa. Like, your pun is too far gone now. Yeah, there's a lot of layers there. <laughs> but, so, does... Does, sorry, I, I'm getting. I'm so. This, like, is, this is just turning into an episode of Cult Boxing. <laughs> does Santa Paws... Deliver presents to dogs on Christmas? I don't think so. No. Or is he just? So, but why do they need to help Santa? Nah, he's Paul's like magic if he's or not something. Doing anything. He can talk and he's magic. Yeah, oh, good. But why do they need to help him? What does he need help? The logical with? place for Airbud to what, go. So, <laughs> the the film's called The Search for Santa Paws, and uh, <laughs> he like he goes to a Christmas town. Oh, I think he like accident like. Um, a kid like accidentally wishes that no one had Christmas cheer and then so his little town and then so they have to save it and um <laughs> but it's got um but there's like I watched this movie a they're with days. Santa Paws the entire time and there's like a two and a half minute period of time where he goes missing which is the titular search I guess <laughs> And it features what I what might be like the worst acting performance I've ever seen from an eight year old girl called Caitlin Mayer. It's just fucking shit. It's so Fuck bad. Fuck you, Caitlin. Nice. <laughs> if you're listening, Caitlin, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, I'm not uh, gonna lie, Richard. You've sold me on 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 this episode. I, this is like a must listen thing for me now. Yeah. I'm just so perplexed I- by this universe. <laughs> Uh, I haven't gotten into any episodes of Cold Popter yet, but what I have done <laughs> is I went on... There's a great YouTube channel as well, mm. and there are clips from the from the podcast on there. Oh, yeah. There's a playlist with about 20 videos, and I watched them all in a <laughs> row because they're all really funny. <laughs> oh, thank you. So I highly recommend that. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, those are the, the accessible kind of... You know, maybe just, yeah. just try a couple minutes. Um, often they're about boobs and sex. Um, because you know that's what sells just like this song there was one which plots the number of boobs in the Final Destination movies (laughs) and argues that it forms a bell curve (laughs) (laughs) or a boob curve if you will yeah Um, and it's really funny and then there's another one that calls Halloween the Black Panther but for sexually frustrated people (laughs) 
It's finally some representation. <laughs> so, yeah. But here on this podcast, that was a fun tangent. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to a podcast for everyone. This has been great. You've been wonderful to have on, Richard. Oh, thank you. Come back anytime you like. Oh, yeah. I'd, you guys, I'd love to come back on for Fake, the, the sequel to oh. the pseudo sequel to this song. Please Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Please do. <laughs> we'll pin you in, we'll pin, pin you in for that. Um, next week we'll be doing Sleeping with the Light On which is I think both nostalgically and objectively an absolutely fantastic song Uh, so I really look forward it does I'd like you guys to explore how it actually follows on from this song as well (laughs) because it's all like I feel it slipping through my fingers and it's like yeah dude because you're being a dick (laughs) (laughs) well it's like in it's like in losing you when he's like God, why are you getting angry at me for shouting at you when you did nothing wrong? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> the signs are there for the slipping through the fingers. It's been yeah, I... since track four. <laughs> yeah, as is our want to do, we consider all of these songs a progressing story, which is frankly insane as a thing to do, but we do it anyway. Uh, so yeah, this the events of this song will very likely be touched on and there to ruin what is a very good song, Sleeping With The Light On. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to this and we will see you next week. Also, follow Cheers. us on Twitter at a pod oh, yeah. cast for everyone. What's the Twitter? No, try it again. You do, you do it every time. <laughs> is it at podcast for everyone? No, it's at pod for everyone. Oh, damn Find it. us on Twitter at pod for everyone. Find us on Facebook. Just search our name because they won't let me have a handle yet because we don't have enough likes. So please like us so I can get a handle. <laughs> yes, we have four. We'd like to increase that to at least five. <laughs> and and it, anyone from Busted, if you're listening, like we st- we still respect you. So <laughs> we we love Busted so much, and we just do this weekly. We get together, and we're just extremely rude to you. That's what we like to do, I guess. It's because we see it's you like family. Attention. You know, we can we can <laughs> yeah. do this. You can you can make fun of us as well. Yeah, Listen I'll to my that. podcast. Go, Come and make Matt. fun of it. L- Listen to my music and roast it, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Willis. If you're listening, we do not endorse Harry's tweet. That was not oh, anything yeah. to do with us. We, so we love you. We recently got our first um, interaction on Twitter with an actual member of Busted, Matt Willis, <laughs> um, because our fucking dickhead friend Harry, who runs the right list of everything, <laughs> responded to one of our tweets just saying, oh, I thought you were... Who was it? Tom Waits? Who was he talking it was, about? It was some politician. I don't know who he was. Lewis Watson or something. No, he Lewis Watson like, is amazing and I love him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who it was though. I don't know who I don't care who it, it was. It was just some random busted. politician. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, he was like, Oh my god, I thought you'd gotten some sort of interaction from this person, but it sounds like you were just talking about dumb pop star Matt Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> to which to which Matt Lewis responded, I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> I um I, I just wanna before we go point out that I I've also had a um an interaction with Busted on Twitter. It was the greatest moment of my life. So, um, <laughs> you know, they uh, they announced their new album, Halfway There, um, which comes out February 8th, which is my birthday. And oh, oh, um, nice. they announced, they all announced it on, on Twitter and stuff like that. And then, so James is like, um, oh, Halfway There, coming February 8th. And I replied to it being like, hey, I just noticed you released this on my birthday. Was that intentional? And, I saw um, that tweet. <laughs> and he was I, I like, genuinely saw that. Tweet. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, we planned the whole thing around it." So sick. That's what happened, guys. 
He's a big really fan of cult pop show, and he was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to time this on Richard's birthday, because he's mentioned Busted on the podcast maybe no, once. He's just like, we need a bigger following in New Zealand. If we if we cater to this one guy, maybe he'll spread us around. Yeah. Yeah, if they come here, I'll have to buy every ticket for it to break even. They did a good job tracking down their one New Zealand fan. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank everyone. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll actually go now. <laughs> yes. The ending, of this, the ending of this has been longer than the episode. Uh, so thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. Cheers, guys. Bye.